Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus who is the Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for this day for all you have given to us. Be with us as we begin our Lenten journey. That as we look on the inside and begin to repent from our sins, we will know of your love. This we ask in your holy and your precious name. Amen. Lent is a season that usually you're on one side or the other of the fence. You either love it or you could do without it. Because Lent encourages us to turn ourselves inward and begin to look at what we are doing or what we have not done and to begin to have that introspection of who we are and what God is doing in our lives and the call for us to maybe, not maybe, but to really turn from the things that are pulling us away from God to turn and repent from our sin and to go towards God. All the lessons line up and remind us of that importance of where God's love is. And, and in our gospel today, we're told a couple things. Or we're reminded of, 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 of some of things that are very important for us as we think of our Lenten journey. First of all is our almsgiving. Don't let your right hand know what your left hand's doing. I read that it was originally sort of like, you know, giving to the food pantry. You know, don't let anyone know you're doing it. It's a simple, it's not that big philanthropic gift or that kind of thing. It's that helping others who are in need. I hate to have a, a commercial in the middle of the sermon, but this year during Lent, your offering is going to ELCA World Hunger to help stop hunger in 60 different countries across the world. Almsgiving, a way to help others in need. We're reminded that when we pray to do it in secret, not to stand on the corners and let other people see us. We all have seen those who have tried to get that attention and stand out in front of others. And fasting, that maybe was one of my hardest tasks during the season of Lent. I can tell you I probably don't do it. Um, but it's, fasting can be a good thing. But not to let your face be disfigured and, and to, to be smiling and to, be, to let people know that you are there and God is good. And then, of course, the gospel ends. We're in the middle of this beatitude the Beatitudes, and Jesus reminds us what? Where your heart is, there is your treasure. That may be one of the hardest things for us as the people of God because our heart is in so many different places. It takes us one place or the other, and, and that heart needs to be what? With the Father who sees us in secret. Who knows who we are? Who knows everything about us? 
I personally love the season of Lent. I love the introspection. I love the music when it has all those minor keys and, and those chords that don't sound like they really belong to one another, but they, we sing them anyways. I love the concept of just having that part of your life where you really look. And Ash Wednesday, I love because we are reminded that everything we are in this world will come to an end. You will hear the words, no matter how old you are, when you come forward for the ashes, remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And yes, that may seem harsh for maybe the littlest ones that are here, or even for the, the oldest ones that are here. But it is a reality. That is something that we know will happen in our lives, right? We know that we have an, a finite time on this earth. And when you get those ashes, believe it or not, it will be a cross, although you might look at somebody and it might look like a smudge. And it might look like it's a little clumpy. But it really is that reminder that we are indeed dust, and to dust we shall return. And so we claim and, and we focus on that finite. But the goodness of God is more than that, isn't it? The goodness of God is not just that finite. What makes Lent so exciting for me is that even in the middle of Lent, even though we stop saying certain words during the season of Lent, you know, that A word that we're not allowed to say right now, and all the other things that we do, even in the season of Lent, we are reminded that it is, yes, that smear, that cross that marks each of us that gives us the gift and the promise of new life. That our life is not, it may be finite on this earth. But we have infinite life given to us with our Father who is in heaven. That Father who sees us in secret. You know the one who talks about our almsgiving and our prayers and, and all the things that we do? Our life with our Father in heaven is infinite, never-ending. And for me, that is the gift and the beauty of Lent, that I can struggle with who I am as a human, as a person, but yet know that I have been forgiven, that I have the gift of God, the gift of new life given to us through Jesus. Yes, who died on that cross. And on Easter we'll celebrate that resurrection. Wiping away all of our sins. So, what about Lent this year? Lent 2016. Boy, how many of you thought you would ever see 2016? 
it's hard to believe that we're here. What will you do for Lent? You might give something up. Some people do. You might take something on. Some people do. Maybe you'll think about how you can do things in secret that only the Father in heaven can see. I encourage you to ask yourself, where is your heart? Where is your treasure? And take this time to make sure that you turn and line yourself up with the gift and promise of Jesus. Because that's where our heart should be. That's where our heart needs to be. And that's what we are called as brothers and sisters of Christ to do so that we can go into his world, proclaim the goodness of God, and wear that cross boldly. May the blessings of Almighty God be with you this Lenten season. May you walk in his grace. May you know of his love. And together let us turn and follow our Savior. Amen.